Man, it sucks that they had to bury all those live corgis with the queen, huh? Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just their cult. I thought they were. I thought that uh, they were going to be reborn too. Yeah. Are they? Hey, Matt. I don't know if you know this, but we're reborn every day. Oh, thank you. That I wasn't. I wasn't offering you any. I didn't give you anything, so you don't need to say thank you. How do you? How do you figure, Greg? I figure because we go to sleep at night and we wake up in the day. Yeah. It's like every night we just die. Yeah. Well, you only die once. You live every day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. All right. Give it to him. I tried so hard. Can't yeah. rise above it. Uh. Don't know what it is about that something, something, something. But I like it. I love it. I want some more I'm of it. I'm feeling it in my soul today, yeah. Greg. You're speaking to me. Love me some Tim McGraw. Is that who that is? Hell yeah. I wow. used to I used to fucking listen to him all the time when I was a kid. Really? I had his cassette tape. <laughs> I thought it was Carl Urban. Nah, that was definitely Tim McGraw, buddy. Now, as yeah. much as as much as I'd like people to believe, like I was, I came out of the womb just listening to like prog and metal and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, definitely weird music tastes. Whenever I was younger, um, I think you have to. I think even the prog guys that we know, um, you know, that of course oh, they yeah. weren't always listening to prog. No, they I wouldn't. They wouldn't soberly tell you that they didn't listen to that <laughs> yeah. before. They would tell you they were listening to it since they could listen to music. I mean, <laughs> I remember I had like now eight. Or something like that. Dude, my, had, my sister, oh, man, the In Sync and Backstreet Boys on it. Yeah, we had. And I was too. jamming to. We it. Had yeah, so my many sister got me into like Nelly yeah. and uh, <laughs> and a little some some In Sync, some Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ja Rule, Ashanti. Yeah. As as you get older, it starts to change. I used to listen to a lot of like Three Eleven and Sublime. Dude, some and of those so. were jams, like, though. You Sublime, know, like, like those are still jams. Well, like, I went from rap, hip hop, and R and B to pop punk and metal like there's no in between but there were some jams back in the day you know like chimmy oh, yeah. coco pass it to me now yeah yeah music used to be so fun it's it still is I, re I remember that song nook if you book <laughs> i don't i don't think i've ever heard that can you sing I, it to I've me i've heard it yeah and it goes oh, wait, on yes. nook if you book and that's that's all i <laughs> okay, remember that's, that was a good one <laughs> swallow if you suck <laughs> Is that the next one? Yeah. See. Don't yeah. spit. I don't give a shit. And these were all like songs that they played at like the the skating rink. I remember going to the skating rink. Did do kids still do that? Uh, I'm I sure they so. do. If they don't, they should because that was like it was like once. That's a week. like a rite of passage to turning into a teenager. Oh yeah. You have to go to the skating rink. That's where like most people went like every first... Wednesday to Winwood. Yeah. Yeah, Winwood. We probably hung out so much. Wait, we were probably in the <laughs> same area all like a lot, and then yeah. we didn't meet until uh, you and Matt met. That's where like most people's first make out session is 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 the skating. Oh, rink. so you guys could have made out and you'd not know it. Probably. Guys, <laughs> I didn't. I never made out with a girl until my sophomore year in high school. Really? Yeah. That's okay. That's sweet. <laughs> and I was a virgin in, until I was eighteen. You really, you're really laying <laughs> it all out there today. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I felt like it was time for you guys to know. So I figured, I really, why not tell the world? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't I used, know. That's I interesting. Be, I used to be a little a little bitch. I'll keep We're... my secrets. <laughs> secrets don't make friends, Matt. We already have it recorded that you're all you're still a virgin. So. Yeah, yeah, we do. And there's nothing more secret than that. Me too. I've been married for over a year, still hoping to lose my virginity. Hey, you That's know, you know secret. what would help with you guys? <laughs> what if you? Uh, I have this organization. We'll call it. Um, and we get together like once a week, and I stand up in front of the crowd while everyone else gets on their knees and bows to me. 
and it will help you lose your virginity. You, this is your cult. And this you'll is be, your cult. You'll be closer to God. <laughs> no, this is an organization. Oh. But not as close to God as you, though, right? Exactly. Right. The Messiah. <laughs> no, no. My I'm, Messiah. I'm, I'm more like God's, God's right hand. <laughs> oh, okay. And then like you start I'm, DJing on stage. I'm equal <laughs> to him, but he's still better. <laughs> DJ G Killer. That doesn't make sense. Like Going to equal, heaven. Equal, but he's all right. You should start. You, I mean, your organization. I mean, do they do they know that you're the only one going to heaven? I don't know. Everyone, if they follow me, they will go to heaven. Okay, I thought it was just you, the Messiah. No, 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 no. no. There are more people in his organization than just him at this point. If I believe half the world, pretty much. Wow, I have a lot of followers. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to This Never Happened. <laughs> this is a podcast where uh, we listen to Greg just kind of talk for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's cool. My name is Lee. I'm here with Greg down there at the end. That's and me. And Matt. I'm just going to introduce him since he's just going to sit there all, all weird. Cool. He was well, playing, you introduced he Greg. Was... I thought you were going to introduce me. I can nah. do that. Okay. No, you you don't need no introduction. Yeah, it's true. I've said my That's name. That's a double episode. negative. I don't know. I don't you, need no. You ain't got the need for no introduction. <laughs> I, I ain't want it. What's that? What do? There's something that some people say where I I just can't stand it. What is it? It's like a have a good one. No, 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 no. It's a I had a good one. <laughs> I had a good one. It's like a. It's like when people when people were like, I don't need no, and it's like, wait, so do you or do you not? I don't need no. Yeah, that's a double negative. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I do not not need this. So that's, you need it. <laughs> that's, that's where they trick you. They're like, I actually do need one. <laughs> it's a need. But they're trying to like make it. They're they're making themselves look hard, you know? And then, of course, there's uh there's the uh, shit. What was I going to say? Fuck. That's all right. Damn it, Matt. <laughs> that's all right. That gives us a chance to get into this episode, which this episode is a really fun one. This is about the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblin Encounter. Ah, uh, yes, I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely an oldie but a goodie all the way back from the 50s. This is one of the very, very first like alien encounters that uh, started the whole little green, little green man thing. Pretty fun stuff. Huh? Whatever. I give up. <laughs> yeah, I did notice Everything's- that. Ticking me off today. Well, look, I'll fix it. No, I'm going to. No, don't. I can't hear. I can't hear. Okay. <laughs> I hope you don't die from that. <laughs> I've heard that's a uh, can be a problem. <laughs> I'm deaf. That's what most deaf people say when they find out they're deaf. <laughs> I can't hear. I can't hear. That's a miracle. Okay, you're you're good now. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter, also known as the Hopkinsville Goblin case, and even sometimes the Kelly Green Man case. Kelly Green. Hey, Man you took case. out my corrections. <laughs> Greg really wanted me to say machine gun Kelly Hopkinsville encounter, but uh, I refused. But you already did. So uh, fuck you. I guess. One time's enough. <laughs> we'll see. This was a series of connected incidents of alleged close encounters with presumably extraterrestrial beings all the way back in the 50s. Now, it all started on a little bitty farm in Kentucky. Machine Gun Kelly, Kentucky. 
The alleged encounter occurred on the Sutton's family farm in the town of Kelly, <laughs> Kentucky, where the family lived in an unpainted three-room house without any sort of running water, telephone, radio, TV, or even books. So <laughs> they were real. They were real country bumpkins. So they didn't have books in there. No in books. Kelly, no Kelly books. No, not in like the entire town. Just on this little farm. So it really oh. makes you think, like, what do you do without? <laughs> without a dreidel. Even, yeah, a dreidel. No. <laughs> a top. That's either or. Whatever. You just spin a top. Yeah. I mean, I or guess spin a record. Or you just sing songs all day. Spin a record. Well, there was no radio. Jimmy, Jimmy, Cuckoo, Shit. Well, there's Jimmy, radio Jimmy, waves man. all around yeah, us. They were all they were all sitting there just singing Ja Rule. That was Nelly, actually. <laughs> Nelly. That was that was Nelly. Well, they could also be singing Ja Rule. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going down, down, baby. Street sweeper, something, baby. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> one hot summer night in 1955 at about 7 p.m., Sutton family friend Billy Ray. Cyrus, now, <laughs> Billy Ray Taylor, was fetching water from the backyard uh, when he saw a silvery object up in the sky, quote, real bright with an exhaust all colors of the rainbow. So it was like, it almost had like a flame coming from it, and it was just like venting, just like that, you know, uh, that, what is it, what would you say, like an oil slick kind of color to it yeah. like when you look in a puddle okay. so it kind of looked like that but with these like fumes coming off this fucking thing hmm. that's cool i wonder what it was then like what well, i don't know like what what kind of vapor like it, it yeah, probably was because yeah. it obviously wasn't co2 if it's giving off colors like that yeah absolutely or maybe it's it was just refracting something something i don't know <laughs> sure sure but there's there's a lot of stories about about like these ventings and stuff and i've seen those videos like the pill shaped one like in the video where it just has it as just like that black spot you can kind of like see like a warping around it and i can't i can't remember which video it is it's either the nimitz or the tic tac but you can see in it when they it's like what when they're using their infrared you can see there's like some kind of like uh so it's like I guess I can't think of it a better word right now, but like an atmospheric looking thing around it. It looks like like something about their propulsion. Maybe it's like anti gravity, but it surrounds the entire yeah. Like craft. it's moving like electromagnetic. Oh, yeah. It's using electromagnetic energy to to move through just space time. Well, I was kind of wondering what these things are powered by. Are they gas powered? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that these run on fossil fuels. <laughs> Ah, yes, gasoline, the most efficient fuel in all of the universe. Universes. They're here with their V8. (laughs) You just see the spaceship coming. It's like... (laughs) They got a fucking diesel. (laughs) Hanging out the window. They come down and they do what those assholes do where they smoke you. (laughs) Those are the anti-environmentalists or whatever. Yeah, they're whistling. Those are are more of the Merca guys. (laughs) Whistling at women. Yeah. Yeah, Because it works every time. Yeah, which if you're one of those dudes that's still catcalling women, quit that. That's gross. Yeah, you guys guys missed it, but we tried catcalling and it did not work. (laughs) We didn't even get rude looks. We just got weird looks. (laughs) They were confused more than anything. Yeah, and then we laid out a saucer of milk and that that got them right over. They got weird quick. (laughs) 
So the ship came silently toward the house, passed over the top of it, stopped in the air, and then dropped straight to the ground. And Billy Ray goes, what are you talking about over there? I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. So Billy Ray goes, huh, that's weird. And he goes back inside to tell the other Suttons and his wife what had happened. Now inside... 50-year-old widow, Glennie Langford, and her two older sons, their wives, a brother-in-law, and the widow's three younger children, ages 12, 10, and 7, didn't take Billy Ray seriously at all. Because he had kind of been known to tell, like, some some just, like, joking stories here and there he and was elaborate a, on stuff. He was a little fibber. He was a leg puller. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, Real quick, so, Glennie Langford... That's that's the brother-in-law. That's the name of a widow. Or that's the. Yeah. I mean, Glennie okay. Lankford is a fifty-year-old widow. Yeah, Mama Lankford. Mama Lankford. That's, that's what okay. the neighborhood called her. <laughs> Mama Lankford. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. I just like so they're just living with other people. But right? yeah, that that's a good way to like think about her though is she's kind of like this rugged mama langford like yeah, she's the lady. she's the neighborhood mom you guys ever have that i don't know if there's um, really a neighborhood here, you know what i mean for, for this whole like family she was the and lady in the town that everyone like that. just called mama langford <laughs> she's like the she's like the old lady who is uh who's been there all her life and everyone knows her and she like works at everywhere you go to and she's giving you advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, especially that uh, country buffet. <laughs> hey, Mama Lankford. How do you ride a horse? Oh, come on down and get you some cornbread from Mama Lankford. She's always making it. Uh, Mama Lankford's the best. What are they What are they eating in Kentucky? Fried chicken, I guess? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, Mama Lankford's fried chicken. <laughs> so after they were all laughing him off, they just go back to doing whatever it was that they could have possibly been doing but playing jacks yeah i what if they're like clog dancing (laughs) hey whatever whatever gets them going yeah (laughs) i don't think they clog dance i don't know did you know them matt Mm, you said you did so Uh, you tell me mm, (laughs) no so billy ray started to get real upset when nobody would believe him but his wife could absolutely tell that there was something wrong she was like, wait, everyone, shut up for a second. I want to hear this. <laughs> so they, she like got him to calm down um, and everything. And everything was just like kind of fine. Now, kinda. was it kind of fine? Kind of fine. Now, back up about an hour before this whole thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Inside Kelly, um, there was an officer that had actually made a report claiming that he had saw a flaming ball traveling through the sky and that's how and that's how jerry lee lewis wrote his song great balls of fire oh yeah <laughs> that that guy was like goodness gracious yep, yep. great balls of fire in the Dude, sky okay i know this is off topic but you ever watch live videos of jerry lee lewis play piano because he used to be like a huge like cocaine user <laughs> so he was fucking crazy like he was crazy while he played the piano like you guys gotta watch it it's insane yeah. okay yeah i'll watch that I love Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm-hmm. So now, <laughs> so fast forward about an hour after Billy saw the ship land and everything had calmed down. One of the dogs outside, the guard dogs that they had trained specifically to be guard dogs, just starts to go ape shit and is barking and snarling. 
So Lucky Sutton, one of the boys, and Billy Ray went out, uh, went to the back door and just could see this strange glow inside of like the wooded area behind their house. Inside of the glow, they could see a small humanoid creature about three and a half feet tall. This is how it was described. Oversized head, almost perfectly round, arms extended almost to the ground, hands had talons, and eyes glowed with a yellowish light. Yeah, so that's, that's really interesting. So these don't look like the aliens that you would normally like hear about, like with the tall grays and the the handsome whites and the, the <laughs> handsome whites <laughs> you know uh i don't know what what all of them are i know we've talked about them but <laughs> so these ones are like real small almost like like goblins as the as the name suggests um these were actually so i don't know if we have like pokemon fans out there but this was actually the alien that they based like sableye off of um, that little purple, like pointy eared thing. Yeah, with uh, the diamonds in his eyes or whatever. The, yeah, yeah. But this one was like real, like pale, almost shiny skin with glowing yellow eyes. So what color? Creepy. Wait, what? So this was like a green, greenish goblin. Thing. It wasn't even really green. They're almost silver. Oh. So he also says that the body gave off an eerie shimmer in the light moon, as if made of silver metal. Ooh, which, chrome also might play into the possible um like bulletproofing <laughs> so as we see so often with sightings like this the two men grabbed a 20 gauge shotgun and a 22 rifle and just started blasting at these little men and with its hands like now raised in the air like oh fuck and, like it, it started to like walk toward him like no I, i'm not trying to hurt you and then they just kept shooting at it and they actually hit it with the shotgun and they said that there were like silvery sparkly like like sparkles that shot off of it in a metal ping sound whenever it hit it's america's slogan shoot first yeah yeah <laughs> shoot first ask questions second well, i can i can see this going down as like some sort of like comedic thing like one of them's backing up while with the gun in their hand they step on the dog's paw and the dog just goes crazy and the other guy's like oh shit and starts shooting just is that funny to you yes animal abuse matt no i don't i, I try not to step on my dog's paws yeah it's <laughs> not what you told me before we started recording oh yeah i forgot about that don't tell anyone greg please okay <laughs> okay <laughs> so when when he hit it with the shotgun it did like some sort of weird little flip thing scrambled upright and then just just fucking ran booked into it. the darkness booked it with like like some sort of weird little ninja so it knows about guns <laughs> like it does now <laughs> so the two were only a feet like a few feet away from the creature so they're pretty fucking positive they were hitting it with the bullets but like i said they didn't have any effect so shortly after this, uh, the men saw a similar creature appear in a side window of the farmhouse. So they fired through that fucking screen window and they still hit it. Like, I think they like hit it in its little head and it just bing, <laughs> did a little flip again and then disappeared. In a report later, Mrs. Lankford stated, I went into the hallway and crouched down next to Billy where I saw one approaching the door. It looked like a five-gallon gasoline can with a head on top and small legs. It was shimmering bright metal like on my refrigerator. 
Ooh. Yeah, shiny so, refrigerator is cool. So, yeah. This so apparently here like the, they had just left their front door open or something. <laughs> I guess and so. it was like starting to. Well, starting they live on like, a farm. You think about it, like they're probably they're probably not expecting anybody else. Now, once things started to calm down a bit again, Taylor stepped outside under the small overhanging roof, and everybody behind him started to freak the fuck out because a little bitty claw-like hand started to reach down and touch his hair, all creepy. Mm. And the group screamed and pulled Taylor back while Lucky shot at it again. Another like similar, right next to their kids, like right next. Yeah, everyone. I mean, this was like a farm and in the, in the 50s. So all these kids knew how to shoot at this time. They were used to guns. They knew how to shoot and chew back. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It gracefully. There was another one in a tree that he had noticed as he shot at it. It gracefully floated to the ground and then scampered into the woods. Hmm. So it's almost like this thing kind of floated down like a leaf. You know, what is that? Like a Looney Tunes cartoon, whenever they just do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably just like, oh, these guys are a bad shot. I don't really I can get down slowly. But that's so crazy because even without like being in a ship, it's almost like they have the ability to to just kind of like manipulate the gravity around them. Yeah. So I wonder if what they're wearing is like. Uh, like a some sort of outfit or just covering or if this is something like some device that they might have that can do this stuff for them um or if that's just like their body some like our, our worldly stuff our worldly stuff doesn't doesn't affect them you need kryptonite <laughs> if i go crazy then will you still call me superman was that creed mm, three doors down <laughs> nobody wants to hear it <laughs> Yeah, let them sing it. (laughs) The Suttons moved inside and spent several hours just hunkered down listening for movements, hearing mostly occasional scratches on the roof. At about 11 p.m., the whole clan ran for the cars and booked it to the Hopkinsville police station as fast as they possibly could. Of all of the details of their story, like the UFO landing, the appearance of the small creatures, one fact is indisputable. When all eight adults and three children arrived at the police station, they were genuinely freaked the fuck out. Police Chief Russell Greenwalter later told investigators that, quote, These aren't the kind of people who normally run to the police for help. What they do is reach for their guns. (laughs) Yet, here they are. Women and children, hysterical, and one man with a pulse of 140 beats per minute, which was actually measured by an investigator. I mean, is that from running to the police station? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, because, I mean... But then again, if you're running that fast, like, it, something's up. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of like the stuff here that kind of makes me think it's a hoax, because then this makes me think he's like, my heart's still racing, feel it! And, like, like yeah. it seems like he's intent on making them feel it because they wouldn't just be like, let me feel your your heartbeat. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be skeptical on someone being at their farm, but you mentioned it's a goblin. It's kind of hard to believe, you know. Like, yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> at this time, there were like UFO sightings um, pretty much all over the world. This was also, I believe, around the time that like cattle mutilations were really common. So and all over the news. Uh but yeah, there there could have been a lot that that could have sparked this, but but who actually knows? I bet someone out there does. 
What do you think? What do you think about this so far, Greg? I don't know. I'm still torn. Like how? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's not there's not a lot of lot of information on this. Yeah. There's, there's just how the... do we believe these people? <laughs> I'll tell you how. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I actually I probably won't tell you how. Yeah. Just as a disclaimer. <laughs> but um, so <laughs> these guys actually, as the story grew over time, it went from being like two and three or like three and four all the way up to like 12 and 15 of them um because obviously things were also just kind of spreading more like the game of telephone here so out of fear that these were possibly people that these crazy hillbillies were shooting at the local police chief and his team like headed toward the headed toward the farm to really check stuff out because of these just fucking wild claims that were being made they did give like a heads up to the state police and military police from the nearby Fort Campbell. Um, a photographer from the Kentucky New Era also got wind of it. And the state police, military police, and this photographer all had even beat the police chief and the Suttons back to the farm. And they were there <laughs> waiting for them. They're like, where are, they, where are they at? Where's he at? Who's him? <laughs> So their investigations were just found like shell casings from the gunshots, but not really any other evidence. Also, it was like midnight or 1 a.m. around this time at this point. So like they really weren't going to be able to see anything. Um, neither, nor could they find proof of heavy drinking inside the house or anything like that. Because uh, Miss Sutton, she didn't even allow liquor in the farmhouse at all. No liquor. No drugs. These guys were just fresh, uh, fresh high on life. They had a bootleg in the woods. <laughs> that is a theory, though, is that um, there was some like hidden, hidden alcohol consumption happening from like the guys. Oh, but yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's what you do theory. when you when there's nothing else to do on a farm. <laughs> you, you make it out of corn. Yeah. Make it in the toilets. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> so once the police and others left. Uh, the family was still just trying to figure out what the fuck had just happened. But the creatures returned at about 2.30 in the morning. Bunch Mrs. of cucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Mrs. Lankford said she saw one of them glowing. It came repeatedly to her bedside window, its claw-like hand on the screen. The day after the incident, Police investigators returned to the farmhouse searching for any evidence of like saucer landing, footprints, blood trails, scratch marks on the roof, semen, anything. They look for semen? No, of course. You always look for you semen. Always okay. look for semen, Matt. Have you not been to police school? And this was before that they could identify using semen, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> nah, they identified CSI? it. They identified it how, how the color looked to other men's ejaculate in the town. <laughs> All right, check off. Let's see the color. Huh? What's your cum look like? Yep, that's uh that's semen. <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up finding nothing. So boring. Yeah. So once this got out to the newspapers, it became a pretty fucking huge story and people started sending in like hand-drawn pictures based off of the description that the Suttons had given. So some of these are actually pretty funny and some of them are pretty good pictures. But one of the funniest ones here, this it's got this one with like little spirally bullseye eyes 
and i don't i'm i'm not sure what like the picture on its shirt is supposed to be it almost looks like some sort of like it bolt. looks like a dog bowl <laughs> yeah like a dog bowl <laughs> that's got these like sharp pointy legs and then arms that go down past its legs it's a that seems the real fun, honestly. Like, like <laughs> I feel like they got the elementary school involved or something, you know? Like, kids, draw your best rendition of this Hopkinsville goblin. <laughs> Man, like, these would have been such fun times to live in, too, because, like, you don't, you don't hear this anymore. People aren't just, like, sending in pictures of... Well, so there was, uh, remember, um, the leprechaun? <laughs> yes, I remember the leprechaun. Yeah. Uh, what does he say? Who all see the leprechaun? Say yeah! Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that one. So like stuff like that. I think we need more of that in our world right now. That stuff I agree. is so fun. <laughs> that one's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a lot of good like fan art it based really off like, of this thing. I like I like um. That's my Ooh. favorite so far. Uh, yeah, I like that yeah. one too. But I like this one. A yeah, lot. too bad our audience has no idea what you're looking. <laughs> they at. look like goblins. <laughs> they look like goblins. Uh, so with all of these like fake pictures of just like what people thought it looked like, Bud Ledwith, a radio, a local radio station employee, actually interviewed the adult eyewitnesses and made drawings based on their accounts. So directly. tell me, what did you see? <laughs> Oh, it was it was small and it had pointy ears. Now, when you say small, do you mean like it was short? I guess I guess you could say it was short. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, this is DJ G Killer. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so according to DJ G Killer. <laughs> no, according to the DJ Bud Ledwith that actually did like the drawing. This is the closest um, the closest depiction of what this thing actually looked like. And the family members agreed on this. Um, but yeah, it's got like almost a perfectly round head with these like bat like ears. And this its mouth almost looks like a like the Canadians from South yeah. Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of ripped. But yeah, and there's the the small little. The claws with the webbed fingers, pretty fucking terrifying. If I saw this thing, I I would have no idea what to do, especially because, like, I walked outside of my house one time. I was pretty young. This was me and my mom. We walked out our out of our front door, and there was a fucking groundhog, and it charged <laughs> us. And we were like, oh, and like we both screamed, and like we're like fumbling over each other to get back inside. Dude, uh, I have a inside. question. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when we were in Colorado, and like. Uh, did did, any, did either of you ever have to go pee in the middle of the night while we're all sleeping? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So did you just go off the deck? Yeah. Did uh, you ever feel like something was watching you when you oh. were like because it was pitch black outside? You couldn't, oh, yeah, see your, you couldn't see your hand in front of you, and I always felt like I was being watched. Oh yeah, that it was creepy. I, well, I you mean, were. I, I assumed it was animals. <laughs> I yeah, there was probably a little spider just like about three nah. inches from your your dick. No yeah. man, it wasn't. It wasn't something. It was something like I just felt really. It felt eerie out there. I think weird. it was just because it was pitch black. The and stars, all vulnerable. the stars. Yeah, and uh, I mean, so it that is crazy being out that far away from civilization. Um, you can see you can see nothing at night except for the sky. Yeah, as you can long see the as, Milky Way. Yeah. And that's crazy. And um, but you definitely get this like odd feeling like that's when you really feel like I'm we're not we're not really alone. here. Yeah. I don't know how how 
how Matt walked out to the outhouse not during the middle of the night to go poo. Because uh, I had to. I know, but like I, I would have, <laughs> I would have just went off to the side of the house or something. Cause uh, I, sat, no. I was, I was terrified being like four feet away from the door of the cabin. We would have walked out and been like, "Oh, bear tracks." <laughs> I do, I do have a picture of myself like shitting on the mountain. Yeah, like, they call it bear scat. <laughs> bear scat. Oh yeah, the, you did shit on the mountain. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it wasn't a great picture, but you know, it's, it's you can't see anything except for my face. But I remember because it's me shitting on top of a mountain. Pretty fantastic. I covered it up, okay? It rained that night. <laughs> hey man, you just you just gave to Mother Earth. You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, we That's won't true. we won't say what you did in the planter the in uh, Fort Collins. Yeah. <laughs> On the way home, but I I I respect you for it. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, because you like uh, I think you just said you wouldn't tell anyone about that. Yeah, we didn't. Okay. Just said it, just said it involved the planter on Mo- the on a sidewalk. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> in public. Very, so, in public. Very busy busy road busy roads in the following days after the radio stations and newspapers including the new york times did a report on the incident hundreds of curiosity seekers descended on the farm often just ridiculing and making fun of the suttons for being ignorant and fraudulent so when no trespassing signs didn't work to discourage them like getting onto the farm and fucking with them the family tried charging admission of 50 cents for entering, $1 for any information, $10 for taking pictures, and just after that, skeptic, skeptics blasted them for like trying to seek a, seek fortune in, in this whole thing and trying to make... This is what really made people think that this was a hoax. $10 for pictures is quite a jump from $1 for information. Yeah, absolutely. And especially back... like I think it was definitely these prices were there to to discourage it yeah Yeah. but it didn't really work it just made them seem like fucking like assholes Mm -hmm. even though they were trying to just kind of make the most out of a out of a bad situation for them um because they really this wasn't the type of family that wanted any sort of like publicity or (laughs) hoopla i guess uh they didn't want any publicity or like movie deals or anything like that from this they were just absolutely uninterested in that they just wanted to be left alone so while the incident eventually attracted the attention of air force ufo investigation program called project blue book which we have mentioned before uh, documents suggest that its team never actually pursued the matter uh, beyond checking in with just their like Fort Campbell counterparts who had just briefly been at the scene that very first night. One of the most thorough investigations of this incident was undertaken in 1956 by ufologist Isabel Davis, but it wasn't published until several decades later by Dr. J. Allen Hynek, who you may have heard of um, from being Project Blue Book's civilian investigator, if you're into this sort of thing. I've heard his name mentioned several times whenever whenever we do these stories, so I don't know. Yeah, I've heard his name. Yeah, but she did it like a nearly 200-page report on the shit. It, it included maps and drawings and records and like all of these like newspaper stories and it just really shows and how fucking so a bunch of unnecessary stuff so dr j Allen Hynek <laughs> shortened it to 20 pages yeah basically he's so, like we don't need this shit we don't, we don't need, need this, this shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but there is um there is really good like fucking 
accounts from the actual family members here like what? it goes through <laughs> Wait, yeah what was that really fucking good accounts from the family okay. members <laughs> is that what you wanted to hear people that i don't know just the execution was a little weird I didn't even read anything. I was really just saying good it. fucking really good accounts. fucking. <laughs> I heard. <laughs> so, uh, what the deja vu hit you too? No, yeah, <laughs> I got. So after all of like the research and everything had been done, none of the possible explanations, like hoax or publicity play or group hallucinations, anything like that would even make sense here. While questions came up about whether the young men were just exaggerating, or like I said, possibly fueled by hidden liquor consumption, this, uh, like Davis's story, her strong impression after meeting Mrs. Langford was one of like, this like, grumpy, no-nonsense fucking matriarch. Like, she wanted nothing to do with this stuff so everybody just kind of like attacking them just kind of made this really hard for them and it's kind of sad um it's, it's like after the third person to laugh at her she's like okay i'm done like she's like yeah he came and attacked <laughs> it's a goblin yeah right and she's like just after so many times she's just like this is fucking dumb all right cool <laughs> <laughs> so you you do hear that all the time though with these with these uh ufo witnesses is that Nothing good ever comes from this. Mm -mm, Nothing no. ever good comes from this. So if you ever see a UFO, your best bet... Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you should tell everyone. We need to get the stigma away. From, we need to stop making fun of people that claim to see UFOs or aliens and shit. You weren't there. You can't prove it. Well... How are we going to stop making fun of these people making these claims when that's exactly just what we do on this We're not. show? You know what? Shut the fuck up. Hey, put your put your headphones back on. Get, get back here, Greg. I'm right Come here. Come back here. You don't, you don't talk to me like that. <laughs> no, well, well, I believe there is a, there is truth out there. Mm -hmm. um, these are some real fun stories. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so not everybody believed that these attackers came from space. Uh, obviously, this is like kind of more popular but electromagnets electromagnets yeah so in uh 2006 joe nickel of the international committee for skeptical inquiry <laughs> and a self-styled paranormal investigator reviewed the evidence in an article entitled siege of the little green men the 1955 kelly kentucky incident that really does sound fun like honestly in a time that seems so serious like having a book title like that or an article or something i'm gonna uh, name a song that i just think it's really cool <laughs> in it he raised suspicion about what he called billy taylor billy taylor's embroidered testimony but he matched taylor's ufo sighting with similar reports from that day which suggested it could have been a small meteor as for the goblins, Nickel floated the explanation used for other alien encounter stories, uh, which is owls. In particular, <laughs> the great horned owl, a.k.a. the hoot owl. Okay, I hate this guy now. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And I, I don't like this explanation for it. I never have. Um, what was the other one in... Um, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? You just can't think of it? I have no idea. Is it something about? children? Okay. No, it was like, yeah, it, it was like, we talked about it in our, uh, 
Oh, the Flatwoods Monster. Never mm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the, that's the same excuse they used for the Flatwoods Monster, which they also called an that owl. one an owl. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> But he does say, along with like the talons, the yellow eyes, long ears, and round head, it might also match like that description. But ugh, it's so stupid. Okay. I mean, I, you know, maybe they kind of shape shift. <laughs> <laughs> they are extremely aggressive at times. So uh, whenever like defending their nests, but <laughs> I doubt. That these guys shooting them. Would, these guys uh, were close enough to see if it was like some sort of winged animal. And there would also be evidence of that mm -hmm. because there they're be, shooting it. Yeah. And there'd be tracks. Yeah. Like there would be owl tracks on the ground. Scooting. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of my favorite explanations was uh, test flight monkeys used in rocket experiments crashed in the area. Huh. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Uh, that's not, that sounds like a pretty good explanation. You like that one? Yeah. I like that one too. Because <laughs> they could be wearing like those, um, uh, whatever those like chrome bag looking um, outfits are. But just fucking picture this, man. So like you're standing there just like sitting out on your porch and then all of a sudden it's just like, and all these monkeys get out. <laughs> Some of them are on fire. Like. <laughs> they're like they were glittering <laughs> no they were but just then, on like, fucking when they're, fire when they're in the field like in that guy's farm field whatever I mean they could just be like oh humans they will help me <laughs> <laughs> so in a notable tongue in cheek explanation found in the senate republican memo that was pu published by senate GOP policy committee the visitors were simply democrats turned green with envy at the popularity of President Dwight Eisenhower. Stinky Democrats. But basically, that is the story of the little green men. Yep. I wish... I, I just really want one day for there to be, like, undeniable video or picture proof of a detailed picture of a ufo or video or a detailed picture or video of an alien thing i just I... want them to crash in my backyard then i'll realize that they're real <laughs> i would love to see one up close and in, in person i've never seen a ufo i'd shake their hand i feel like if i saw a video that was convincing enough i would still Shit not yourself no i still wouldn't believe it probably not like, i mean no, with all the cgi, so CGI now CGI. Yeah. yeah exactly it's pretty crazy it's... what you can do with that yeah. you can tell what's cgi and what no, seems you genuine. can't yes, you, you look can. me right in the face do you even realize that matt has been cgi here this whole time yeah did you realize that <laughs> if you mean if, if you mean cgi as in completely goofy intestines then yeah <laughs> yeah that's what it is computer generated intestines yeah <laughs> cuck, cuck but, grateful instant but just nope. think about like just think about yeah I'm, I'm moving past that one um just think about how far we've come with technology and cgi just in the past 10 years you give it another five years we that uncanny valley is going to be gone yep. there will not be like a difference None. like you will not be able to notice the difference and ai will be in video games yeah <laughs> it already is 
Well, it's gonna be smarter, like way smarter. You know, you know what I mean. Like AI is already in video games. Yeah. Okay, but you know what I mean. It'll be <laughs> that much better. It and will be. GTA Six leaks are pretty good too. Oh yeah, they finally <laughs> announced it. Well, well they they leaked videos of footage of like early, um, you know, early, uh, early working on. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be cool. I, uh, it's one of those things where I'll never believe it until. Uh, until it comes out, it yeah. just like I mean, Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar did finally announce that they're developing it, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they are, they just had leaks though, like, and they have like some of the dialogue for the NPCs, and it's pretty crazy how how much of a conversation you can carry with NPC now. But uh, yeah, they kind of started doing that in Red Dead. Yeah, Red Dead. Oh man, I, I feel like that was the that test again. game. That, that was the was test game, game yes. for GTA Six. It was so good. I need to beat it. I'm oh, like, man. I'm more than halfway done, but I still haven't beat it. Do you have the physical? Uh, yes. <laughs> we'll hash that out later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started playing Red Dead <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got really sidetracked. So I don't know if I'll ever end up finishing that game. But yeah, same here. So but, much fun. You can find dinosaur bones. <laughs> so much fun. And you can find us on social media stuff at uh, at this never happened show that's facebook right facebook and instagram facebook and instagram we don't have a twitter yet but we well, might we mm, might do that one day one of these I'm days i'm pretty sure twitter's gonna go down the drain you think twitter's dying and not oh facebook. yeah after, oh. after elon <laughs> called them out for being pretty much all bots their stock has fucking dwindled yeah yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah but thank you guys for listening to the show thank you to our fans in hungary of all places uh we see you we see you out there. We see you. Represent. <laughs> yeah. And we finally, after our uh, uh, Kansas City Mafia episode, we have as many fans in our own state as we do in Virginia. <laughs> so that's kind of fun. Nice. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you if you want to send us a message, uh, do that at our email this never happened cartoon at gmail.com tnh cartoon at gmail that's what it is <laughs> gmail cartoon. cartoon at ga gmail cartoon at gmail okay all right um <laughs> yeah this has been a fun episode fuck on and see you later definitely do Be that good <laughs>